apocalypse, Mr. Bandai. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Wait, who said who's going? I forgot. What's going on? I guess Uh-oh. I'll go. Hey guys, yeah, yeah. welcome to Dark Side's Couch. I'm Mike. This is James. I'm Shay. Today we're doing uh, Batman number. I'll go back to the, the thing. Yeah, I know. I hit it. the wrong button. Everything <laughs> Bat, uh, got too exciting. Ba- <laughs> Batman number one ninety one, and the episode uh, the the comic here is like the cover is like Bat Auction. Everything must go. And yeah, the day Batman sold out. This is yep. The day Batman sold out. We're gonna get into that in a second. I did want to mention uh, Shay found a Psycho Blast workout. You know what? When I was looking for like audio bits, I think I found it, and I just well, I moved past it. It's well. Uh, let me. I want to say three things about it. One, it's a book about uh, bodybuilding. Two, yeah, it's written by somebody who just goes by Denny, and there are only two reviews, and one of them is somebody who openly said, "I know Denny." And uh, Sweet. three, three, the book cost eight hundred dollars. Is he like an older fella? No idea. There's no I, pictures. Because there's a, a there's a YouTube channel called Cycle Blast with an older fella working out. Is his name Denny? I didn't look too much into it. I was I was trying. Name, I was, I was, it wasn't what I was looking for. If his name is Denny. If his name is Brian and he's a janitor, it might be. It might be the Cycle Blast. If his name is Brian Dennehy. Yes. Cycle <sighs> Blast is loosely based on the life of Brian Dennehy. But uh, yeah, if you uh, if you really uh, wanted to get those tight glutes that we saw with Cycle Blast last week, uh, and you got 800 bucks to spare, and who doesn't nowadays? You're right, uh, everyone Things just does. booming. Yeah, pick up the Cycle Blast workout book out Nobody's there. getting their coffee and avocado toast right now. Dude, I have a giant uh, industrial-sized tub of avocados just to, for the quarantine. <sighs> you fucking hipsters. Great. I got my avocados. Those I got are my all going to go bad. I got my little extra hard pieces of toast for them. Perfect. Yeah, avocados age like, well, like avocados. Like, they're, they're not going to be good for long. Oh, my God. Then the oh. unrefrigerated closet I was storing in isn't going to be all that <laughs> the cool, all the that cool wet The cool, wet sack I've been keeping my food in. Oh, now <laughs> I want avocado toast. Fuck. God, it's backfired. Hipster scum. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I liked avocado before it became all fucking hipstery oh, and stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, Shane, just... you weren't even born yet when that. Before when what? Was... When avocados were invented? No, Mike, when... I was not born yet. When it went... Uh... <laughs> I meant when, uh, when, uh, when the the modern millennial hipster idea of eating avocado toast. Shay, are you honestly refuting that you're a hipster by saying you were eating avocados before everyone else thought it was cool? No, no, no. You guys called me that, and I was just stating. I mean, yes, it was very obviously the hipster thing to say. (laughs) I was just saying I didn't get into avocado toast within the past two years. I've been into avocado for years, and then I added the toast within the past like four years and then everyone else started doing it and then everyone based it off me very clearly when i didn't post it on instagram or talk about it in any (laughs) Mm -hmm. way they stole it from me Mm -hmm. and now i'm getting zero dollars for it i don't think i've ever even had an avocado before really i think i'm just such a such a steak and egg guy i find it super boring here's the thing i think that that it affects me that's a weird way to say it i don't like mayo and so avocado for me is pretty much well, like any sort of condiment, really, but in particular mayo. So avocado essentially is the stand-in for anything wet that you would put on a on a sandwich for me. All so right, like mayo, fair. mustard, anything like that, I just put avocado. You don't for the want most the part. you don't want the forty grams of sugar you get from a tablespoon of mayo. 
Is oh, that ketchup? true? No, there's, no, I'm exaggerating, there's, but it's There's terrible. more sugar in a tablespoon of ketchup than there is in a can of Coke. How crazy is that? I don't know that that's true. A can of it Coke is, is like 45 grams. Look it up. It's. I'm pretty sure it's true. I would like. I don't to know refuted. that it's physically possible. Yeah, I don't look know. it up. Look right. it up. All right, all right, hang on here. This is what we should be doing today. Um, um, okay, how I mean, much uh, in a tablespoon of ketchup? I think how much, so. I think a how tablespoon? much sugar in a tablespoon of ketchup or catsup? Okay. I hope that's not going to become an issue. So it's 44 <laughs> grams of sugar in one medium fast food cup, so 21 fluid ounces of Coke. Yep, tablespoon of ketchup has 3.7 grams. So 10% of what a, a can of Coke has. So close. All right, I was wrong. <laughs> only only off by an order of about the factor of like 10 man I, I i threw away all my buckets of ketchup for no reason thank god okay. i still got all those buckets of avocado though uh but i tell you batman might not have any buckets of avocado left after this well, bad auction but as i'm looking through because I, there's oh, actually man. people that have that have googled sugar and ketchup versus coke i, had such a good I already see there. something that says ketchup has 21 more grams of sugar than vanilla ice cream hmm. all right like a comparable amount, oh, but then it wouldn't be this... quantitative numbers like that. I don't know. If you look at the amount listed per 100 grams, ketchup has more sugar. Although you eat less ketchup than you drink Coca-Cola, so you're more likely to intake more sugar while drinking than while having ketchup on whatever. I don't like the internet telling me what my what my Coke to ketchup ratio is. I decide that. What about all my delicious ketchup Cokes that I have before bed every night? I don't know. Nice Although I saw Coke mm -hmm. is Coke is mm -hmm. fucking bringing back the coffee with Coke thing, which they already tried and it failed miserably what? in like 2006. Coffee and Coke. Yeah, I don't fucking know why, but they tried it before. It's called Coke Black, and it failed oh, miserably, yeah, yeah, and it yeah, tasted yeah. like shit. Once, uh, all right. I, I wish them all the success in the world. Yeah, it's like you know, you have your morning Coke and your morning coffee, and you just have them in one bucket instead. It's like when they combine yeah, the peanut bucket. butter and one big bucket. It's like when they combine <laughs> peanut butter and jelly into the same bucket. Oh, that's revolting! How do people live? That's that called way? a jar, James. You don't you don't just put your uh, hand into a giant jar, a giant tub of peanut butter and jelly, and just scoop it off your 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 palm and laugh. You don't do that. First of all, Shay, James and I are Sam's Club members, so everything comes in a bucket. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that bulk, gotta get that bulk discount. Yep. And we All didn't right. have any toilet paper shortages in our homes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of big discounts, I'm sure Bruce Wayne's going to be looking for some big discounts after he auctions off all this bad memorabilia. And you know what I love about this cover is like Robin is he's in the bottom right hand corner and he's weeping because uh, Batman is selling his costume. But he is gorgeous. He looks great. Look how good looking Dick Grayson is. Look good how full Lord. that hairline is. Yeah, gorgeous Dear is right. Lord. He's pretty. He's not handsome in this picture. He's, like, he's I don't beautiful. know. He's not of age, though, so we should probably stop talking no. about it. But he's old enough to fight crime. Well, to Batman, eight-year-olds are full, old enough to fight crime. They sure that are. Is, well, Dick Grayson is known for having, like, the best ass in the DC universe. Oh, like, yeah. That's, I, off, that's often mentioned. I've seen but some, he's I, of age now. In the uh, the gay porn comic world, Dick Grayson is a popular character. Oh yeah, he's a little twink. He's a little great guy. Well, he's not a twink. He like, when he becomes a man, he's just not six feet tall. He's I, a yeah. twunk. He is a twunk though. That is true. He is a, a twink. Twink combined with a hunk. That's he's actually a... probably really terrible to say. Probably shouldn't put that. How in about the, a thunk? That. Maybe he's a bit, <laughs> a bit of a thunk. 
It's a bit of a super thunk. Yeah, right. a super thunk. All there right, Nightwing is a super thunk. Well, I think we, we can, can agree that. on that. We can we can all agree Nightwing is a super thunk. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, so this is Batman issue 191 from 1967, a book called The Day Batman Sold Out, uh, written by Gardner Fox, art by Sheldon Moldoff and Joe Giella, but it's all signed to Bob Kane. So would Alfred be like a, a home daddy? What would be his gay term? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess he would just be like a den father. Because he's, he's older and very distinguished, but he's also a wonderful homemaker. He's very gentle. Um, I, I mean, I know there's a... But courageous as well. And we'll fight for you. Actually, spe- well, speaking of that, I was actually going to mention some stuff about Alf- Alfred, because this is actually the same team that killed off Alfred a couple years earlier to make Batman and Robin less gay in 1964. Oh, with Aunt Harriet or whatever her name is? Yes. Yeah, so they she brought in... A, she makes a cameo in this. She, she does. does? Mm-hmm. So they brought in Dick's Aunt Harriet uh, to make uh, the show less gay, and they killed off Alfred. Uh, but what had happened was William Dozier, when he was making the, the, the famous Adam West Batman 66 show, wanted Alfred in. So they had to come up with a reason to bring Alfred back from the grave. And so what they did, uh, there was this villain running around called the Outsider, who we didn't know his background. He was just like an alien skinned kind of crazy guy. And they decided, well, what you're going to have to do is say that somehow that's Alfred. That's what we're going to have to do. And so they, they found a way to say that he had been revived. Uh, Alfred actually died trying to save Batman and Robin. He was crushed. And uh, he had been revived. His brain was scrambled. His body was mutated. And uh, he became the outsider. And so then they, they quickly uh, de-outsidered him and re-Alfredized him uh, so they could put Alfred back into the comic book so it would reflect the same as the show. And so this book that we're looking at now takes place about seven months after Alfred had returned. So he hadn't, he hadn't been back long. Well, this comic, you can definitely pick up on the Batman 66 influence in this comic. Sure. It is nothing but bad puns. I wonder if like uh, the character, the Alfred outsider character influenced Batman and the outsiders. I think that might be a, co- I think that's probably a coincidence, mm-hmm. um, but you never know. You never know. Um, it actually is notable because this is actually on sort of the so this was this would have came out right between seasons two and three of uh, the Batman show where Batmania was really coming to an end. Uh, and this is the new look Batman. So he's less tubby. He's not as cutesy as the 50s version, but he's still not super serious. He's not, you know, he's sort of it's called the new look version. And this was as Batman's popularity in the TV show was crashing and so they really were kind of figuring out what to do with them. So it's still super campy, but it's not as campy as it would have been like three years earlier. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. But now that you mentioned that, I can see the trend, what they were transitioning to and what they were leaving behind. Like, it, yeah. it's kind of right in the middle, isn't it? They didn't know what to do. Like, it was, you know, it's it's a long process to change, to change the tones of these things. So, <laughs> not, you know. not nowadays. Now they just, like, say, reboot. Yeah, they, <laughs> just, well, they just have... 15 different books going every month with 15 different writers and everybody does something different, which I kind of like, but it's still overkill. It's I'm enjoying the the no continuity DC comics that they're releasing now. I like that a lot better. Yeah, I mean... There's just it, too it, much. There's just too much to remember. Swings. It's just too much to follow. So it's like it's better that each writer can just make their own world and their own book and nothing has to connect. Just have fun. Which, I more or I'm, less agree with, but fans fucking hate that. They love their continuity. Yeah. I don't know. The Dini take on Detective Comics that happened... 20 years ago? No, 10 years ago. <laughs> 10 to 15 years Long? ago. Okay. Um, Probably, but they were really good, and they were just little, short, usually one to three issue storylines. It has a great Christmas episode. <laughs> 
episode issue. Well, that that's <laughs> listen, I mean, that's, t- listen, dude, bucket, oh, fucking peanut butter. Ancient. That's ancient bat history at this point. We have gone through multiple caretakers of the Batman lore. Well, um, maybe people should go. Say you're finally an old person that you think like ten years ago is recent history. Old ways were better. Way to go! Congratulations. Yeah. I've been there since I was like <laughs> twenty. I'm well, still actually, looking. I'm still looking back at like, man, nine eleven just happened. Dude, I still look back and I'm like, two weeks ago was March, right? Well, that's, I mean, that's, we're all feeling that. This is actually, um, for anyone who doesn't know, we do a Batman episode every 10th episode. Uh, So this is our 12th Batman episode, but Shay, it's only her eighth episode Mm -hmm. because she joined a little later. So you can only enjoy it two thirds as much as Mike and I. So make sure Mm. you don't enjoy it too much. Or you're you're two thirds as burned out. (laughs) You're not as sick of the shit as we are. Actually, I still enjoy it because there's so many different Batmans that it's just, it hasn't, it hasn't, I haven't lost interest in Batman. Is it Batmans or Batmen? The Batmans. Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, it's a question of like, is it big foots or big feet? Uh, my, it's like a Zen Cohen. I did not study uh, advanced English in college or finish college or last uh, a few months. Or go to college. Okay. I did for a little bit and then I bailed on my life for five years. Yeah, you know, Ooh. that happens too. I mean, I was in college and still bailing on my life. Like I, I was actually attending classes and just absently taking classes and just going through. So like I kind of did the same thing, only I paid tens of thousands of dollars for it. I know. I, I ghosted and decided I really like drugs. No. And I still no, I, do. <laughs> uh, I went to college. I got nothing. <laughs> um, okay. And I will say uh, my favorite part of this book isn't even one of the Batman stories. We'll get to that later, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so is it this ad for the haunted house mystery it's not bank? This ad. Or they no, uh, the so where did you so there's an ad here called the Polaris Nuclear Sub. It's like a like a toy for kids, but you can fit children inside of it, so it's pretty big. Is this yeah. meant to like stay in your pool? No, I, no, no. So it's made out of fiberboard. Where do you? What's it for? Like where do you keep it? How just do you put it away? in the yard and play with it? You just sit in it. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like a, it's dangerous. Like, wouldn't it get super hot? Well, it also has real firing rockets and torpedoes. Yeah, so you can kill the dog. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. This is when people had yards Then they got out of there and went and played lawn darts. And it's six ninety eight. Back then, that was $400. Now, this would be like a studio apartment in Chicago. Yep. Yeah. Like, you, can't... you still couldn't afford it. Daddy, I want the Polaris nuclear soap. We can't afford it. I'm, I'm out of work due to the pandemic. <laughs> The kids wouldn't even want it. They just want to play their phones. They want to play their Nintendo Switch. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so our main story here, the day Batman sold out with Robin the Boy Wonder, and we have this uh, pensive Batman who's announcing that he's selling all his shit. He looks like he got in trouble. And now he has yeah. to, like, like, he got caught, oh, I don't know, say, boy. molesting his young ward, and he got busted, and now he has to go on TV and apologize. Does he have his hands in his pockets, or, like, behind his back? Yeah, He's like, oh, back, shucks, yeah. guys. Sorry. Shay? Because this interested me after you brought it up. $7 in 1967, right? 1967 mm-hmm. is when this came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, is 55 bucks in 2020 currency. Ouch, Ooh. I was exaggerating. That's That's pretty big. That inflation, though. Um, and so then we uh, flash back to, uh, we opened up, that was in media res, and then we go back to figure out how we get there. And so this story has a villain who has the most sensible plan I've ever seen. Instead of any, doing any weird like bank robbers or anything, he just decides to give Batman cancer. Yeah, right. He, um, he, he says he's going to be the most successful radioactive criminal of all time. Not sure how sure. he's going to, what is, sounds like he's just a nuclear scientist and that's a career. You don't have to be 
You don't have to be a criminal at all. Yeah, you, but I think you could, every everybody was a genius at this time, so you really had to pop. You really had to stand out if you were going to make it. And Batman's not even much of a dangerous vigilante criminal if he's going on the news to announce what he's doing. Well, at the time, yeah, at the time he worked closely and openly with the public. Like this wasn't a this mm-hmm. wasn't an urban vigilante era. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got this guy. What is his name? Uh, which I think his Ira name is a, Radon. Which, Ira is Radon. That a pun? Thank you. I was trying to see if it was like irradiated or yeah. He never explains how his uh, knowledge and skills resulted in him committing like what crimes like he's stealing radioactive isotopes he says that to to power his devices to be a criminal but they don't explain at all oh, the only thing he only criminal activity he's doing is just collecting radioactive material and then it's like in south park with the gnomes where they like they collect the underwear yeah, the underpants gnomes yeah, yeah part two unknown and then uh money it's like <laughs> well, well which part two I mean, he has an incredible amount of control over these isotopes. Is he just going to sell the isotopes to, like, North Korea? He's going to train the isotopes to do tricks, and then he's going to do, like, a flea circus thing. Oh, you know what? There probably wasn't a North Korea when this was made. Look it up. Uh, When was North Korea founded? Uh, 1948. Oh, so there's North North Korea. Korea. All right. You can see. There you go. He's selling radioactive isotopes to North Korea, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, MASH did exist. Well, I thought they, I thought they invented North Korea for MASH. I guess that's not right. Okay. No, they no. invented. No, it's fake they news. They invented South Korea for they, MASH. They lied. They lied about the war entirely just to make that show. Well, it it was very entertaining. You know what's funny? It was a very good show. And then that's why the show lasted four times as long. It's funny. Yeah, I was just about to say the show lasted longer than going. the actual war, but yep. yeah. no TV shows about Afghanistan have been made, and that's been going on for twenty years. Well, I think because that would be a little too much of a hot potato. Like I think they should, have, just... they should have made a show about Afghanistan, and then the war would have ended a long time ago, going by the MASH model. Yep, that, that's, that must be the way things work. I mean, um, we didn't try it, so we will never know. <laughs> so uh, Batman gets in a fight with this dude, and he inadvertently throws him into his radiation chamber, inadvertently. Purposely, clearly purposely trying to yeah, murder it's, him. It's, yeah, it's like his accuracy is pretty good. Like, it's surprising that he would have missed like this. When I, when I saw this panel, I thought what he was, like, the reason why he was retiring is because he killed a criminal. Like, no, yeah, he no, was like, hey guys, concerned. so I went to the scientist's office and threw him into a radiation chamber and he died and I really nah. need to stop what I'm doing. Turns out I am out of control. <laughs> yeah, so no, instead <laughs> he, uh, he gets bandaged up uh, and he turns into Hush. So then Batman uh, holds a press briefing to announce that he's uh, going to auction everything off. Hasn't no, told we, sk- we, we skipped the part where uh, the nuclear scientist on his deathbed of radiation says that he's going to get revenge on Batman by making it so he has to retire as a crime fighter. That's an important yes. plot point. Because for some reason, if the thief steals again, his, uh, his radiation will get too yes. high and well, it'll kill it's... him because that's how things work. I think he means that he can no longer steal radioactive isotopes because he's so irradiated. Oh, that yeah. makes more sense. They didn't directly say that, but I think they meant that. Yeah. Instead, yeah. he he does literally say, "If I if I rob again, I'll right? Die. Like he's allergic to thievery. It's like, yeah. how would your biology know?" Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Robin, Robin doesn't know anything about this. No, Batman just goes on the news and tells everybody, "Hey, I'm retiring. It is what it is. I'm gonna sell all my garbage." And then, and I like how, how distraught Commissioner Gordon is. I even read this with the TV Commissioner Gordon voice in my head. That guy had a great way. Of well, speaking. no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, so James. Gordon doesn't know about this. <laughs> nice. I've, I've seen the show. Like, I know the show. I didn't do it because I didn't know if I could do it. I should have practiced. Uh, so anyway, 
So uh, they announced that tomorrow there's going to be a big auction and all the money is going to go to the Wayne Foundation or, or all the money is going to something like that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So anyway, <laughs> then there's some action fun. So here you can buy, this is another ad, you can buy some G.I. Joes. Like it's different G.I. Joes from around the world for different countries. And one of them is a German soldier. Well, this was after World War II. But it's just, it's only 20, 20, 25 years after Dude, they World let War it go. They let it go fast. They really did. They were ready to just move on. They're like, hey, we're, they're like, they're like, you're a white supremacist. We're a white supremacist. Like, you guys are just a little rougher about it, but we're going to, like, we're going to be okay. Don't worry. We can build the master race quicker together. Yeah. They, see, they included the, the Russians. They included yeah, them they too. Yeah, they did. All right. Yeah. No black G.I. Joes that I'm noticing. Nope. And they even went into outer space, uh, starting up that Space Force. Yeah, well, look how early they were about that. Yeah, they were ready about I that. I mean, astronauts are members of the Air Force. Yep, they are. They I mean, are G.I. Joes. There is air up there. Well, I guess that's Army, but still. G.I. Joe. Uh, so then we come back to the story. And Robin is 50. <laughs> yes. Robin, of... yeah. His, his The way they draw him is not consistent. Remember in The Simpsons where uh, uh, Andy Rooney... No, uh, Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, yeah. He looks like Mickey Rooney in the panel. Jiminy Jillikers. Which is when he's impersonating Robin. That's what I, yeah. Yes, that's what I was thinking. It was full Rooney. Full circle. <laughs> thank and you. And that's the end of the podcast. Good <laughs> yes. night. Thank God. Uh, Andy Rooney okay. is from 60 Minutes. He was the, the I crazy know, guy. I know. Here, Mickey Rooney's like really upset about Batman retiring, and Alfred's going like, hug. Well, and then Barbara shows up in her old-fashioned school marm outfit. So Barbara shows up for one panel to to complain about, like, hey, hey uh, maybe you should include me. And I am how Batgirl. the fuck old is she in this panel? Is, is she forty as well? She looks yeah, more she's like in her late forties. She looks like Commissioner Gordon's wife, not his daughter. Yeah, it's funny because she was probably supposed to be about like sixteen at this point. Yeah, but, okay, but they were very so, modest and conservative back then, back in the good old Absolutely. days. Absolutely, wearing their hats. Look how, like, she's just like, wait a minute, if Batman is retired, that means I, a woman, can no longer be a bat person on the street. Him retiring has nothing to do with her vigilante career. Also, well, she's breaking the fourth wall and looking at me, and I don't like it. No, she's, she's looking <laughs> yeah. off, she's gazing off into the distance. She even tips her glasses down and look directly into Shay's soul. Wink! Yeah, it's like, goddamn, you're, are you judging, I, like, should I have showered before I read this comic? <laughs> Maybe she's judging you for ending your own Batwoman career. Why aren't you Batgirl? <laughs> yeah, right? Why don't you take an engineering class to remodel your motorcycle? Mm -hmm. How did Barbara Gordon do that? She's very smart. Had she had that brick wall open up in her house with her dad when did she take the time to knock that wall down and to build a garage I mean, door that's how buildings were made in the 60s they, they mostly had trap doors yeah, you had to get out you never knew it was shit was going to go down yeah, that's yeah. true the russians were coming for sure yep. yeah so uh batman sells off everything and then we have a nice little montage of the of the penguin and the joker reacting to it and both of them are pulling a full like dark knight returns <sighs> of i'm so sad that batman's not doing anything so now i don't even want to be a, a fucking criminal uh, Joker's still no in batman. The way. he just appreciates the, the getting the wool pull over him go back up for a second so so when batman's auctioning off his stuff and he says, all right, guys, I got one more thing to do. And it looks like he's about to pull his clothes off and just show everybody his goods. All right. I'm glad we went back for that. And then he he literally rents a normal moving truck. <laughs> he's just like, he all right, guys, I'm leaving town forever in his U-Haul. <laughs> he really does. Well, it's he, pretty great. He is selling all of his bad stuff, so I imagine he can't build his own bat U-Haul. <laughs> so Who's he's... driving it? He's in the back. He's and ghost riding it. Perfect. 
<laughs> it's moving away. Like that's super unsafe. Batman. Who's driving? Al oh, Bruce Wayne is. <laughs> like we. It's <laughs> okay. I mean, probably okay, Wayne sure. Core. Yeah. yeah, he has a right. Batman has a like a pretty cozy relationship with Wayne Tech in. Uh, yeah, it comes up all the time. And it's just like, hey. Well, I know that I think that is easy enough to cover considering he's the richest man in the city. That I mean, like it's like if Pritzker were doing all of this, like it's just like, oh yeah, Pritzker would do that. Pritzker would this, do that. This is why the idea that uh, Bruce and Batman would go public and say like, oh, I'm not, we're not the same person, but I do get my funding from Bruce Wayne. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but then uh, uh, yeah. Bruce Wayne would go to jail for funding a vigilante. <laughs> yeah, the billionaire is going to go to jail. Oh, fair. Good point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we found okay. that Bruce, see, Bruce Wayne's on that list of all those trips to that island with Epstein. Yes. <laughs> caught him. Some of those were just fundraisers. That's how he found Robin. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that's a dark Ooh. joke. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh, thankfully. Well, back then, you know, they didn't even, they didn't even make the news. Uh, okay. Do you guys? Okay, so I was. I my little brother is a comic book fan too, and I was talking to him on the phone the other day, and I was talking about Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, and I had said, "Name a more iconic duo." I'll wait. You know, like the jokes are, and his response was Robin and a crowbar. Oh, they have a new. <laughs> they got a new animated. They have a. They have a new animated movie coming out where it's like, uh, it's like, it's like choose your yeah. own adventure, and it's like you can choose to beat Robin to death in the movie yeah. it's like weird nice. like it's a weird thing they just decided to do i guess it's stop people from pirating because if you can just if it's like you have to interact with the movie you can't you having a pirated copy really doesn't work uh so so uh bruce wayne realizes that uh during his last couple weeks of crime fighting uh he kept getting hit with like a yellow light while he would throw his batarangs and such yeah even though ra radiation is uh you can't see or smell it maybe it's like gas where they add the scent in order to let you know oh, so yeah. he added yeah. added i don't know fruit flavoring it just looks so, like there's a spotlight every now and again that hits him well it hits his batarang not him well, that's yeah. important so batman decides to uh check all of his stuff and what do you know he finds that someone i guess in radioactive isotopes left a message on his batmobile i guess carved it into it with a yeah a sharpened piece of uranium he put lemon juice on his car and then mm -hmm. batman held the car up to the light and he could read the the secret writing there we go and the secret writing says uh because you screwed me over uh i've radiated all of your stuff and you're going to need to get rid of it. You're going to need to stop being Batman. You got to abandon everything. And if you don't, uh, I'm going to turn up the irradiation that's in your body and kill you. Which, I would, I mean, just just do it anyway. But he doesn't want to kill him. He wants him to live with the fact that he can no longer be Batman. Just turn it up enough so that uh, he just has to go into chemotherapy. Because then he still gets him out of the way. You don't have to necessarily kill him. I legit don't know if they realize that radiation causes cancer at this point i mean did they yeah they did but i don't think uh was radiation treatment is did they use that for uh cancer I treatment in this in the early 60s i, or I, I already 50s? blew all my my lookups already uh, today yeah fair we wasted a coke and ketchup yep um so anyway but yeah I, I don't know why this isn't the plot that every villain tries every month just give batman cancer like he can't fight crime if he if he's in chemo you know batman's reading the like, note and he's really thinking to himself wait a minute there's no roof on my car <laughs> Like, this is going to be a problem. Like getting shot at and just rain. There's so much bat guano all over the upholstery. Like this was a like, really stupid the, idea. Those leather seats will be ruined. All the electronics will be ruined. Why do I work in a cave? Like what am I this doing? This whole thing. You what know the what? fuck is this? Being irradiated may be the best thing that ever happened to me because now I can like <laughs> move on. My parents have been I avenged. Mean, 
I'm losing my nice hair, but other than that, I mean, fuck. Yeah. That's well, devastating. speaking of hair, so after this, Batman decides, uh, to, well, not decides, but the whole plan has been that he's going to dress up as someone else, go get some stuff, and the Wayne, you know, Wayne Enterprises has bought all of his stuff. So really, he's lost nothing. Mm-hmm. It's all been a front. Yeah. But yeah. as Batman gets ready and does his whole, like, you know, in disguise thing. He has a fucking bat mirror and yeah. like epic 66 fashion. He it's has a goddamn bat mirror. It's the one Batman piece of paraphernalia he did not sell, which is a Batman cosmetic mirror. So our good buddy Ira, uh, he notices that uh, uh, the Wayne Foundation purchased the majority of the bat gear, but this one lone blonde man spent $10,000 on a battery. $10,000 in the 1960s, that's crazy. So he tries to investigate because he's thinking to himself, wait a minute, some random dude bought that up? What if it's like, oh, what if it's Batman doing some stuff? So he goes to mm-hmm. investigate with his giant head. <laughs> yes. This is a bold, this is like a Luthor knockoff kind of guy. You know, he healed real well because he was wrapped up yeah, pretty tight great. and now he's like... Well, I mean... Except his head is growing, like the, the giant tumor in his skull. Yeah, well, he's got things to do. He's all right. Yeah. So, so he goes into this house, lets hey guys, himself in. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. $10,000 in 1967 Thank God. is $79,000 now. Oh, my that's God. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I mean, I'd spend like half that on a battery. Yeah, you spent almost hundred grand on a battery. Dude, people retire for, with less than that. Well, yeah, people who are going to die soon <laughs> well they can't survive we're all gonna long. die soon no you guys yeah are. saving all the money for retirement was a real mistake should have blown it when i had it yeah. well you can now yeah, yeah now you can crack open those iras get spending i told everybody because of coronavirus and the coll- and climate change and the collapse of everything i'm like man try that drug you've always wanted to try and, and fuck that person that you've always wanted to fuck without a condom I'm like go for it yeah. no consequences yeah. Uh, so then Ira finds in this house a giant mud golem guy. No, it's really uh, it's really what happened was uh, Batman uh, snuck into the house through the sewer. Yes. Well, that's just dogma. <laughs> yeah, dogma. Right. The shit golem. I, for, I forgot that movie existed. Uh, and so they get in a fight, and uh, the, the mud golem, the shit golem, uh, can't move very quickly, but he is covered in heavy shit, so he's he's doing okay. So he just whacks him. He's wax uh, Ira. I love calling him Ira. It's so great. Yeah, it's a good villain name. <laughs> just wax him. And here we learn that uh, it, it's been Batman all along because he picks him up in the same judo throw uh, that Batman used in their first encounter to try to murder him. Yep. Lucky he isn't fighting Prometheus, am I right? There you am go. I right? Uh-huh. So then Iris says, all right, well, now I know that you're Batman, so I'm just going to take out my uh, radioactive intensifier yeah, and well, use it to turn up. Yeah, that's a real thing. And if I just turn this dial up, it's going to turn up the radiation in your body and kill you. But then in one of my favorite panels in the book, uh, Batman just smashes it out of his hand. And Ira mentions that, shit, I wasted too much time talking and he smashed my intensifier. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Batman's great. I love it. <laughs> this villain is one of the most sensible guys. Like he realizes the mistakes. He has a sensible way of going about, like, he's not making giant, he's not making, you know, uh, buildings shaped like his head or anything like that. He's given Batman cancer, and then he realizes mm-hmm. he needs to shut his mouth and just do it. It's great. And I yes. love this you, mean like, you mean like Mussolini? That's what Mussolini did. His headquarters, his building was the shape of his head. Well, that's what the, the villains in Silver Age would do. Like, every Joker and Riddler and Two-Face, they would just have, like, a helicopter shaped like their face or something like that. And this, and this guy's like, dude, I don't, I don't, I have, I have crazy uh, radiation powers. I don't need to deal with any of that shit. I'm just going to give him cancer. Well, he doesn't have radiation powers because the radiation 
fucked him up. Well, he did until this intensifier Wait, so got I smashed. I thought he wasn't allowed to be around radioactivity anymore, and yet he's been using radiation machines on Batman this entire time. It's remote controlled. Well, here, like, he grabs uh, one of those fireplace poker yeah, shovel poker. things, and he uh, runs at Batman to uh, uh, smash him with it. But Batman's like, oh, no, this dried poop on my body is making me really slow. But the guy, uh, Ira, wasn't paying attention and runs right in front of his radiation ray, and he dies. Yeah, and uh, Batman was protected because he's covered in poop, and uh, the radiation can't get through poop. So this is when Batman decided that it's much easier to just kill his enemies. And yep. then he proceeds to tell Robin and Alfred that, guys, we're just going to start killing the enemies from now on because that was way easier. <laughs> and they well, say, thank God. Spoiler <laughs> alert, he comes back. So he goes, hey, guys, I was just kidding. <laughs> I was just kidding. Wait, I'm going to keep doing it. Ira comes back? Yeah. You know, also, I, I I took the time to look up. Um, I don't know how you would say it. If it's iradon or iradon is a concept. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. Ira, I-R-A-R-A-D-O-N. What the hell else was this guy going to do with his life then? Like, so Batman, what was all that that that, that stuff about retirement about? He goes, well, guys, I was just renegotiating with the city. And the best way to do that is to say that you're not doing it anymore. And now, guys, mm-hmm. we're going to get paid better than ever. Batman's been reading that art of the deal. Yeah. Guys, if you guys ever heard of Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's wearing a red power tie over his bat leotard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so there's gonna be a lot of changes in, the, in our in our operation and at Wayne Tech. Like we're really gonna like we're gonna be, there's gonna be so much winning. You're gonna be tired of winning. That was in the book. <laughs> it's so great. Well, this Donald Trump guy sounds like a real smart businessman. He'll be president one day, my boy. Alfred, cover everything in gold. Solid gold, luxurious. You know, in that room, it looks like they did cover everything <laughs> in gold. <laughs> Batman starts marrying foreign trophy wives. <laughs> He's got. He's got. He got to show success in order to be success, <laughs> and that's the end of the story. Uh, then we got a second story called Alfred's Mystery Menu with the same creative team, also attributed to Bob Kane again. That was the deal he had. Even though, uh, yeah, yeah, Bill Finger. Let's just say Batman well, created by Bill Finger. Let's yeah, just I would. Say it. In truth, you, it may not be in the book, but we can say it. In yeah. truth, I would say a fair a fair way to list it would be created by Bill Finger based on a concept by Bob Kane, but hey, whatever. Everyone should watch that documentary, though. Was it Bill oh, and I? Sure. Bill yeah. and me? Me and Bill? Yeah. Me and Bill, Bill and me, yeah. Billy Bill? Billy Boys? The Billy Boy. The Billy Boy crew. The Billy Boy crew. The Bat, the bat, the bat Billy Boys. Yep. Hotline uh, Bill. I love how, like, so this isn't part of the story yet, but it's just to kind of, it's just to give you a flavor of what the story's about. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like Robin, like, uh, at, like at first... He threw a bunch of cans at this guy's head and then tries to punch him, but whiffs. Yeah. And the guy's just like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, he's only been doing this for a couple months. Like, he's clearly not ready for this. Yeah, how long has Robin been training? Two weeks. I, I, yeah, it's, it's an intensive two-week program. When does uh, Batman adopt uh, Dick Grayson? How old is he? Uh, like, well, like, it's changed, like but it's usually like 12. Well, he was already a trapeze artist, so yeah, it had to be at least... Well, you know, I don't think there's really much uh, legal regulation going on in the in the circus industry. Which also, now that circuses are basically shut down, like, you can't really revamp that origin anymore. Yeah, and then, and they're never coming back. Yeah. Like, that, like what would be, what, well, the, who would invest in that? No, that's not true because circuses like Cirque du Soleil, which are acrobatic based, aren't. Oh, yeah. yeah, but they declared bankruptcy recently. They're done. Well, I mean, we're, I'm not taking the current economic circumstances into uh, account as I talk about zoos because that was an outside uh, issue. 
So he's called the Boy Wonder, Bat- Robin the Boy Wonder. Mm-hmm. He gets adopted at 12, and then Batman starts training him to be a vigilante when he's like, so it's like he can't just adopt him and then right away, like, hey, let's get to work. You might like, be surprised. I think that's like, pretty much what he did. So like, all right, so he trains him for like, in order to be proficient at the things needed in order to be uh, a sidekick for this vigilante activities, he'd have to be like, what, 15? No. <sighs> Oh, God. I mean, I don't know. How old do you need to be to be a vigilante? In order to st- – I'm saying uh, the amount of training – A couple of years. How many – how long would it take? Yeah, training needed plus he, in order to still be called Boy Wonder. Because I don't know about you, but when I was 15, people calling me Boy pissed me the fuck off. Yeah, that window's closing fast. No, right. I think I think he's still like 12 here. He doesn't look 12. Maybe 14. He looks 18. Maybe. Yeah, no, he doesn't. I'm just saying that because of how good looking he was in the cover. And you well, just ma- no, that just making yeah, exactly. That's just making you feel better. I'm not making my Mati mistake again. <laughs> oh God, yeah, you can check out the Captain Planet episode if you want background on. Oh, Mike. it's like or watching Married with. <laughs> it's like when James and I watch Married with Children. So, all right, yeah, this is completely off the rails, but I'm going to mention it anyway. I was doing some research because Mary, I'll still defend Married with Children as a as a shockingly uh, progressive show in retrospect. But Christina Applegate, when she started on that show, was literally like 14 years old. Yeah, and they sexualized I think it was her. Old, wasn't it older than 14? It maybe was 15. It was maybe 15. It was young, though, yeah. It was, it was definitely, I'm sorry, yeah, I think it was 15, but it was definitely illegal to sexualize her like that. And for yeah. a show that was actually fairly progressive and fairly open-minded, you know, behind the scenes, that's fucking weird. Yeah, but it yeah. was a network created by an Australian madman. Yeah, that's true. And they desperately needed content. Like, the only reason Fox survived was basically The Simpsons and Married with Children, so they can shoulder that guilt for the rest of their lives. What's the age of consent in Australia? Uh, nine. No. I don't know what it... Um, let's, I, okay, I'm going to look this As soon as up. you can fight a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> and win. You have to win. Oh, yeah, you older. can't just do it. Like, they're doing it from birth. No, 16, no. See, that 16. determines how good sixteen sex you're going to have. So, 16. So, she was probably 16 in the show, right? She was... Well, yeah, I think she she was, like, 16, 17. Well, because she was still in high school. So. How old was the uh, actress, though? She was 18. That's what I'm saying. No, Christina that's Applegate. what we're saying. It's She was... Yeah, Christina oh, Applegate was I 15 see. or 16. Well, I mean, so, when could... we watch episodes, we always Google what year it came out so that we can determine how awkward to feel. Because, like, in England and Australia, it's 16. In certain states in the United States, it's 16. So, like, I mean, it's wrong no matter what. Is, I'm, we live in Illinois, and, and, that, mm. and, and I think 18 is even a little young. But, like, I could see why in the 80s they wasn't such a big deal. I don't know. I'm not, yeah, I'm not I, defending I, anything. I don't think we need to be sliding below 18. I think I think we can all just just let's just wait a couple years. I think, I think 21, okay. 20, like you gotta be 21. Wow, 21. You gotta be 21 to to buy alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, uh, and join the military, in my opinion. But not to be Robin. So let's no. take a look at this story here. Uh, this is Alfred's mystery menu, and we can probably speed through this one a little quicker. Um, there's not much to it. Basically, Batman and Robin are—they uh, have nothing much to do, so they decide to hassle some people buying their groceries. No, like so they're on the lookout for Alfred because Alfred's been missing uh, for a while, and but then they see that this fancy grocery store is being mm-hmm. robbed by these mobsters, and look how picky the mobsters are. They don't even Batman and Robin aren't even sure the store is being robbed. They just see a man in the store, and Robin just lunges at him and just and kills him. Well, <laughs> in <laughs> fairness, like, yeah. it's at night. In fairness, if you see a man nowadays wearing a suit and a fedora being picky at a specialty food store, I assume that's a hipster. And, you know, you, you want to punch him in the gut. 
Or a character in a Tim Burton movie. Yes. I said a hipster. Same thing. Uh, so anyway, they get in a fight. Batman takes one of those guys, uh, swings him around in circles by his elbows. Yeah. By his neck. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's paralyzed. He's, he's, paralyzed. Grab, he's grabbing him by like the back of his coat, and he's swinging him around. And he, but he used a, a one man to disarm a, a, like two other men. And he makes a bit. And he says, please, no shooting while I'm waiting on a customer. Oh, yeah. oh he goes full Blue Beetle puns. H- hilarious. Oh, I love this Batman because he looks he, he looks like evil 70s Batman, but he's he making looks, puns. He, he looks like he literally does not understand the difference between right and wrong. <laughs> well, he doesn't. Like, he's, he's, a, <laughs> he's a street vigilante. <laughs> I, I will say, if I were a punk in Gotham, like I only need one encounter with Batman and then I go straight. Like this is a program that works. Well, that was the whole concept behind The Dark Knight Returns is like he showed back up and crime dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. I've had enough. They're like, oh, nope. <laughs> no. uh, so then we get the backstory and it turns out that a mobster uh, is having a fancy dinner party and he needs to impress his friends. So he's yeah, kidnapped he- Alfred. He's joining the mobster millionaire club, which shows you what a shitty ass job Batman's doing in Gotham City, that there are so many millionaire criminal crime lord type people that they had to make a club. Where are you at, Batman? With an inauguration ceremony. Maybe he doesn't understand the concept of money. And so like a million dollars to him is like piddle. Yeah. Well, as we as we learned, a million dollars in 1967 is 500 billion dollars now. Yeah, he's millionaire Bruce Let's Wayne. Let's find out. You think that you you think that that this would be because in Batman Year One, these are the people Batman goes after right away. Yeah, yeah. So like Start from the top down. Yeah. So wh- when did they come back? Well, <laughs> like, I mean, Batman Year One hadn't been written yet, so I know. But this takes this should take place after Batman Year One because he's, I, he's I, already got I, a psychic. I don't want to break the illusion here, but uh, eighty plus years of continuity are not going to fit together perfectly. What? Yeah. What? It's, it's, I'm just you're just waiting for that crossover that explains it all. That's you guys, I just realized that uh, math would have just been easy enough here since ten thousand yeah. dollars is seventy nine thousand dollars. So a million dollars is seven point nine million dollars. Yeah, that's that's good, so much money. It's good to take. Anyway, so the guy uh, kidnaps Alfred and tells him, you got to make me a fancy dinner. He's like, yeah, you make fancy millionaire dinners for Bruce Wayne. So chances are you'd be good at making me a fancy millionaire uh, thing. And Alfred says, wait a minute, I make fancy dinners for Batman. Oh, wait a minute. He's like, hold on, guys, just a second here. Before we get too far into this dinner, show me your toy boat collection. So then we have an ahead for some toy boats. uh, And there's a couple of kids. And one of them has gone so far as to wear a skipper's cap. And that kid is a fucking asshole. No, he's the best one. He read Art of the Deal. (laughs) He knows he had to to look the part in order to get the part. You got to dress for the shitty toy you want to play with. No, his mom told him that his dad's a sailor. Yeah, and he's gone. <laughs> so here's like some of the names of the boats. There's Barracuda. Sure. And there's, uh, uh, what does that say? Whirla? Whirla something? Whirl away. Whirl away. And uh, Capitalist Pig. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Great. Love it. Great. Um, yeah, so Bur- yeah. Burgundy's trash. <laughs> You can, you can buy you can buy some boats. Uh, so anyway, back to the story. And so Alfred concocts a scheme and says, well, what I'll do is I will uh, cook a dinner and the ingredients will be so specific that it'll send a message to Batman and Robin about where I am, which, if true, is a brilliant plan. Yeah, he has absolute faith. He has almost too much faith in Bruce Wayne. Well, it turns out that he, that he had the right amount of faith for Bruce Wayne. <laughs> uh, so uh, Dick and Bruce are sitting around. 
And yep. uh, Dick says, hey, uh, you know, uh, should we be looking for Alfred? And uh, Bruce says, uh, yeah. Uh, Alfred finds out that the appetizer ingredients uh, weren't picked up because uh, Batman and Robin foiled the robbery. Murdered and people. so now he knows, wait a minute, that was the most integral part of my message to Batman and Robin. Now they'll never notice my message. And so when Robin, Robin's like, comes home from school and Batman goes, where the hell have you been? And he's like, I was at school. Goes, you got no time for school. Where's your jujitsu lessons? You better be doing yeah. it all day yeah. long. Do some squats. Like, why aren't you learning how to jump off of a building and swinging from a rope? You're going to need to learn how to take a lot of falls. See, look how angry he is at Robin. He's like walking away from him in rage. Like going what to you your mean? wussy school. I had cancer like four days ago and I'm doing fine. Now I don't. Want to know why? Because I did my squats. <laughs> and so then they look in Alfred's secret uh, treasure trunk, and they look through all of his copies of Playgirl. Yeah, unfortunately, and, they uh, found photos of Robin. Real yeah, gross. Yeah. Real, real dark. We're going we're to deal with this once we get him back. Robin's like, wait wait a minute. Like, these are of me. He's like, <laughs> ooh. Yeah, they are. Well, let's go find Alfred. <laughs> as long as we just didn't talk. It's one of those things where, like, we all knew it, but as long as we didn't talk about it, we could kind of just get away from it. He's like, well, look at your costume. He did design it. <laughs> he does have that little flap in the back that opens up like old-timey pajamas. He's like, why would he put that in there, Bruce? Yeah, he it? goes, I don't know anymore. No, I mean, I, we know now. Have you ever seen that uh, that episode of, um, was it Good Times or What's Happening with the with the dude who wants to molest the kids? No. Oh, that's uh, different strokes. Different the, strokes. The, yeah, the bike store where, then, owner. where he shows them naked cartoons. Yeah, yeah. right. Ooh, that's that's difficult watching. Mm -hmm. That is difficult watching. There's been a few episodes like that. There was uh, Mr. Belvedere, oh, yeah. like the kid got molested. Uh, There's the one show who who I can't remember where the dude gets raped by two women. What was going on in the 80s that we needed these? Oh, there's that episode of Cagney and Lacey where they arrest a 16-year-old boy and throw him in a lockup and one of the prisoners gets him. There was that. Ooh. Super dark. I, I don't yeah. remember any of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I remember, and I didn't put two and two together until much later, but I remember in elementary school when I was growing up in the South, every year we had a don't get molested video that we had to watch where it mm -hmm. taught you, like, if adults touch you this way, it's not okay. It's your and it fault. didn't take I realized like at 30 um I was like, "Oh, we had a molestation problem." <laughs> well, we still do. But I mean like enough to be shown this every single year. I mean, it's so bad they 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 argue against quarantine because too many kids are out of school getting molested. <sighs> it's a okay. dark it's a dark timeline. I'm I'm, it I'm is. sad that we went down this path. <laughs> So yeah, I don't I don't like this. So anyway, they look through Alfred's secret recipes that he keeps in a vault for some reason. But hey, whatever. He's Alfred. He's weird. Yeah. And uh, so they, they, they realize that, OK, well, uh, the ingredients that are being uh, stolen uh, match beef Wellington. So he's probably in Wellington Park, a suburb of Gotham. He's and like, Dick yeah. goes, yeah, sure. That makes as much sense as fucking anything. He goes, yeah, this is all great. It really deduces this, Bruce. But, you know, we could just be making this up out of nowhere. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Well, well because are the next do? clue they have is strawberry souffle, which for some reason Robin knows is the signature dish of the 22 Club. Yeah, yeah this is this is a long walk, Robin. And there, like, even Bruce should have shut this one down. And there's another panel where Bruce and Dick Grayson look the same age. 
Yeah. And so because of this, they decide that, okay, well, uh, Alfred must be at the uh, address 22-something street in Wellington Park. Look how bizarre this is of how established Batman and Robin are in the neighborhood. Because, like, if they weren't, and Batman, Bruce Wayne, shows up dressed as Batman in his costume with Robin in his skimpy little outfit going into stores, just asking to dig through the garbage. Yep. Like, hey, excuse, what's in your trash can? Excuse me, sir. Can we just dig through your your vomit sawdust to find oh, yeah, clues? Sure. And he's like, yeah, oh, sure. sure. Is that boy okay? <laughs> it's been out there for a while, soaking in the sun. Like, Robin, get in there. Stick your hands in there. Quick, take your gloves off. I think there are needles in here, Batman. <laughs> Uh, and so anyway, they dig around and they find like they find the recipe list that the gangsters had uh, before they foiled that robbery. And on there, they find the secret ingredients uh, and they realize that it's a recipe for uh, oysters, Dutch cheese, Duchess, Duchess. Oysters, oysters, Duchess. Well, Which I can't find for. a goddamn recipe for at all. <laughs> yeah, this- because Al- that's why Alfred keeps that in a safe. I wonder. It's a very lobster thermidor field for me to hear that and i know that's th- this is too early for the whole lobster thermidor joke but okay i love in this panel where robin's reading the note and like there's a close-up of a batman leaning in just going like let me see what you got there <laughs> what's going on there like oh what's going uh, on <laughs> even his eyes like kind of like whoop like he's looking at the note like oh that's an interesting note you found there <laughs> for the people our age this comic absolutely would have had stills up on super dickery <laughs> sure sure <laughs> And uh, so they put the clues together and they realize, okay, he must be at 22 Duchess Road in Wellington Park. Like, all right, jump in the car. Let's go. And Robin goes, do you think we should put the T-tops back on? It's pretty cold. He goes, shut the fuck up. Let's go. I am sitting in a ton of bird shit, Bruce. (laughs) It is super uncomfortable. Yes, I got fucking sawdust puke on my hands. Also, since they're in a convertible, their, their capes are just going. Dude, yeah. like, what if, like, a strong wind blows and Robin's mask blows off? Yeah. Well, there's the story. I don't know if it's true or not about the lady whose scarf got caught in the, look the car or whatever. While she was fighting crime? Mm-hmm. Yes. Duh. Mm-hmm. Oh, the scarf. I remember her. Now, here, uh, uh, Batman and Robin show up at what they hope is the uh, <laughs> the criminal's home with a dinner party because, like, Robin just yanks the tablecloth trying to do that magic trick, you know, yeah. to like leave the, and he fucks it up and he's like, ah, screw it. But luckily <laughs> it was the right house. <laughs> and Alfred starts, uh, starts a food fight. Starts wasting yeah. food. Yeah. And this is when we find out Alfred is like zero waste lifestyle. Cause he brings up how it's a waste of food, but Good it's for him. justified. And now we see Batman crippling one, two, three, Not Robin people. cripples a guy in the back. Four. So Robin cripples at least two, and Batman cripples four while Alfred is throwing pies at people. You know, a television led me to believe that food fights break out all the time. I have never once been in a food fight. You can see right here, like, there's two mobsters sitting in their chairs, right? And Alfred is putting pressure on the back of the chairs to keep them from moving while Batman punches at their necks. I, I got the feeling that Alfred just pushed them into Batman's fists. Because look at like he's helping them, mur- he's helping him murder these people. <laughs> Batman's just like, man, I hope these are the guys who kidnapped my butler. They're this having a great time with this. Batman, what if Rob? What if uh, Alfred was just moonlighting? He just took a side hustle 
like cooking for this other family and Batman Robin oh. think he's kidnapped and just show up and murder the family. You know, Batman pays him well. It don't worry, Alfred. Well. It's a gig economy, dude. You got to do what you got to do. A little, a little walking around money. Don't worry, Alfred. We'll save you. No, wait. It's just, a, it's just a side hustle. Did you guys get my note? No, but we found your photos of Robin. You're safe. Oh, uh, that's, and that's pretty much it. And then they, uh, then Aunt Harriet shows up and they decide to uh, eat dinner at the uh, house where they killed all these mobsters. They're like eating and then all of a sudden and, and Alfred's like serving them and Anne Harriet just says something and they both go, duh, how the, who the fuck are you? How'd you get in here? And she doesn't know they're Batman and Robin, but no. they know and, and Alfred knows. So it's this weird wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind mm-hmm. of moment, which yeah, makes God. it way, come off way more gay. Why is she even there? Like she's like, they're keeping things from her. There's no she, reason for her to was, exist. She was brought in to add a female... F- a female presence in uh, the book. A str- like single bachelor types living with their elderly aunt is still really gay. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Uh, and then that's the end of that story. And then so we here, little... here we see an ad for a guy uh, lifting up four <laughs> men with his dick. Yes. I had the exact same. Five comment. men. And then he's also men. he's also smashing. He's smashing rocks with his fist and he's also breaking a board over his erection. I mean, this was Yeah, great. it says break a board with your bare hands. And then it very clearly shows him breaking it over his knee. It's the, well, like, I don't see his knee. Yeah, no, he's I breaking it see. with his raging hog. And it's at the end. It's it's I hate that. I don't like that term. It's below the belt line, but people used to keep their, their pants really high up. So that is for sure his raging erection that he got from uh, why, having those guys on top of him. You know, when you see old people now and they hitch up their pants, and I always kind of assumed that they hit a certain age. They hit like 70 and started hitching up the pants. But maybe they're just hitching up their pants because that's what they did when they that's were young. That's what they did. Yeah, that's, yeah, they that's exactly yes. what it yep. is. Yeah, we're gonna see a lot pants. of ninety-year-olds with their uh, their pants down past their their waist. I love it. Right? No, nobody's making it that long. It's and, old, and old people are gonna be like, "Pull your pants down! Pull your damn pants down, young <laughs> well, man!" Well, the other half of the old people are gonna be wearing skinny jeans. All right, people. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. But they'll actually fit into it. It'll, it's gonna actually make sense because they're it's, emaciated and they're dying. You know, I've discovered about skinny jeans though is like when I bought some and then like you wash them for like a year, you know, and you wear them and wash them. Eventually, they get kind of loose and they become extremely comfortable pants. You gotta break them in. Like they are like the best fitting pants you can wear if you just are willing to put up with the year of skinny jean bullshit. Uh, then we got a little uh, a little hobby hint, a little cartoon yeah, of a hobby about a, hint. About a dumbass kid who doesn't can't figure shit out on his own. <laughs> so this kid's uh, just uh, he's driving his model slot car racers off the table and he can't figure out how to do anything about it. And so he whines to his dad and his dad makes him get a job. And he's just like, Dad, I already broke three of them. And his dad beat the shit out of him for breaking toys. You know how long he has to work yeah. to make the six dollars needed to buy those things? Well, back in those days, that was just a day's worth of work. Now, you can't buy slot cars. You can't afford that. No, who can afford that? Like, yeah, who cares? Just throw them in the landfill. We'll let people in 2020 deal with it. To be fair, they're shitty slot cars, so he probably got them at the $2 store as opposed yeah. to the $4 but store. His, well, we, we all can agree, though, his dad did beat him fiercely. Sure. No. And then, no, sh- yeah. Well, you don't see it because it's a short cartoon, but yeah, that happens. And That's, then no. guilt and shame, he decides to make some walls so the slot cars don't go flying off. No. You know what? That was my relationship with my dad growing up. My dad would just get frustrated and like kick our asses, and then he'd try to do something nice afterwards. Yeah. But we're like, Dad, we remember what you did. We still hate <laughs> like, you. Like, like, this is a really dark episode. Well, back in the 80s, like when your kid was acting up, you grabbed a, a, a coat hanger and you whipped his ass. That's just how it was. No. I'm 
you can't deny that that's what happened. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry, sorry, my, sorry, my childhood is <laughs> a tragedy for you. But that's are you disagreeing was. with Mike's existence? Are you no, I, Mike? Mike's justifying it, and I'm, I'm trying not to say like, it. no, I'm I'm don't a... justify it because of the times you didn't deserve this, Mike. No, You're it. no, my my poor father. He's only trying to raise kids the way he was raised, and that was with fear and intimidation. Yeah, poorly. Uh, <laughs> no, my dad lived a terrible life. Went from Vietnam to the factory. Like, he gets a pass. He like, was a Bruce Springsteen song. Like, this poor guy, like, he, he knew nothing but frustration and rage. Good <laughs> like, I, if I was in his boat, I wouldn't have been as responsible and as good of a guy as he actually was, considering wow. the circumstance. Well, thanks, Papa Mike. And then we get to my favorite part of the book. It's a little comic strip called Bem Shows Up. Right. This guy. This wrecked my (laughs) self-esteem. No. So so the idea here is a little quickie comic book. uh, And in like seven, eight panels, I learn more than I've learned from an entire life of reading comic books. Like this is the most influential thing I've ever seen. So there's a party and there's three guys, brains, emotions, and muscles. And they Mm -hmm. all want to ask this girl out on a date, but they're all fucking losers individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Brains goes up to this girl and says, like, I don't feel like dancing. I'd rather mansplain to you about the history of the Roman Empire. She's not into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, emotion goes up, and uh, he's way too excited. He's way too excited. She doesn't want any of that shit. She's like, get away from me, you cuck. <laughs> and Muscles shows up, grabs the woman physically by the wrist, swings her around, breaks her arm. Yeah, uh, she's she's not into that either. And now she's dead. So they got to so, find another girl. So they got to find another girl. So the three of them get together. And this is what I like, is that they don't blame the woman. They don't say, you know, I'm a nice guy. Why didn't she go out with me? Uh, They put it together. Yeah, they put it together and they change their behavior by becoming one person. Damn, if only I could do that with a bunch of people. I'm going to go find this and pow my way into being part of the rock. Exactly. How can I I do that? So brains, emotions, and muscles, they put their acronyms together and they become the ultimate Chad, a Mm -hmm. dude named Bem. And he looks great. Bem is chat as fuck. This guy's a fantastic guy. And so he asks uh, the woman out and she's like, dude, you're perfect. And he's like, do you mind that I'm a weird freak uh, combined of three separate people? Is that a problem? She's like, absolutely not, but I'm still going to cheat on you. He's like, I guess that's okay. And there, Mm -hmm. while dancing, his uh, left leg snaps off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Look at that. That looks like it's really painful. But he's having such a, but he's trying not to, he doesn't want her to know that he's uh, he's in pain because he doesn't want to seem weak. Because this is back (laughs) for you could talk about your feelings. I don't know how emotion even got that far enough to go to the dance because i'm sure yeah, apparently I, he had a heart to heart with this woman beforehand because she notes like you're so understanding you're so strong but they're dancing and i i personally can yeah. say that if a man ever asked me to dance and we went out on the floor i did not get if he was understanding or strong from it or smart for that matter then that guy didn't know how to dance well yeah he was a yeah he showed his uh intelligence his muscles and his emotions through his wonderful dance well, I mean, the last person I danced with is is James. Oh my God, I'm sorry. That must have been one awkward, <laughs> awkward dance. My center of gravity is in my forehead. <laughs> but I, I compensate well, though. Uh, uh, well, yeah. good for good for you, James. Like, I'm surprised. Good for you for for be willing to dance. I'd be. I wouldn't do it. I don't like I, having traditional fun. I literally don't remember this. Usually, I probably I'm a, did it. If I get invited to a wedding, my thought is like, how can I wreck this wedding? You know, that's not a hard thing to do, though. That's not difficult. One time, my friend Gloria, uh, she she needed a date for a wedding she was invited to, and she asked me because I was the only one she knew who owned a suit, right? Mm. <laughs> but the night before, I uh, was in this house I was renting with my friends, and I drank a whole bottle of wild turkey, and I woke up 
incredibly hungover and she came into my room asking if I was ready to go and I was super hungover and I was like hold on a second so I open up my drawer and take two tabs of acid and I'm like okay I'm ready to go and she's like did you just fucking drop acid you're supposed to go to the wedding with me I'm like well, what else am I supposed to do at a wedding wow that's great that's great <laughs> so you were hungover and tripping yeah well the, hung- the hangover goes away once the LSD kicks in the three of us were at a wedding together where a guest who did not know the bride or groom, but was there with a friend of ours, uh, she fell over during the middle of the vows. Oh, she I remember out. that. Oh, yeah. my God. She didn't she just s- fall over. She. She's, well, no, like, she stepped on something. And no, uh, she no, she had gotten like surgery or something and she had like gotten woozy and stuff. It wasn't just that she tripped like right in the middle of uh, the I do's and she 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 falls over Like she's right in the front, too. She's like six feet away from the bride and groom. And this was after it got this was after it got paused because sirens went through. So they had to pause their vows twice. I just don't understand why I was invited. Why would anyone invite me to a wedding knowing what I think is fun? Anyway, it's like it's like it's like saying we should we should tell Mike that this is the day of the funeral. It's like the fuck are you doing? Yeah, maybe if you came at weddings as if they were funerals, you'd be. I mean, I mean, they are. They really, really are. Yeah, they're pre-divorces. No. Uh, Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what they call it. Oh yeah, pre-divorce. Um, that's uh, you guys are so it. jaded. Oh, uh, that's about yeah. I've been watching this fucking super chauvinist YouTube show uh, called "Be the Better Bachelor," and it well, this is, is getting cut. It is fucking brutal. <laughs> Very right. That's about it. Uh, what do we think of this one? Uh, ten stars. I loved it. It was. Right. Uh, I love classic Batman. Score. It's a. It was a lot of fun. I got a lot of jokes out of it. Doing the show with you guys is always great. Ten stars. Yeah. Shay? Uh, I didn't expect it to be so Batman 66, but I enjoyed it. It was fun. All right. Well, I mean, I liked it. It wasn't a great one or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I'll give it a three out of five blast from my radiation intensifier. Fire it up. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, guys. I'm sorry. I think I, I think I gave you guys cancer. You know, I gave you guys cancer. I don't sorry. think I got cancer, but I do see a new mole. Guys, joke's on you. I became She-Hulk. Ooh. Ah, wow. Good for you, James. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if this, thing, if this thing works the way the comic says, the listeners are probably in trouble too. You're nice. Your pelvis will be just crushed. Yeah. <laughs> you should start doing the thing where you like lift the barbell with your pelvis, you know, to get your glutes. You should just start doing that now. Or maybe lift you should lift up five lift... guys on a plank. Exactly. Lift up five guys with your dick. There you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Oh, <laughs> um, I think that's it. When you said that, you said lift up five guys with your dick, I imagine like carrying my bag of five guys burgers home with my erection. <laughs> through like a ring or something you know you say what you will but gay guys seem to have a lot more fun with their sex than straight people do they seem to really be enjoying it and living it up i'm very envious of that well i don't know why because they have uh uh, picnic birthday parties too oh man Mm -hmm. that's way better usually i have to go to some like weird italian restaurant Mm -hmm. man i would kill to go to an italian restaurant right now all right um, I think that's about it. Um, let's see. What do we got to do here? Closing plugs. Uh, oh, you can hit us up on uh, Facebook at the Facebook fan page and give us recommendations and requests. We always like that. Uh, we're at Instagram. We're at uh, Twitter at Darkside's Couch. Darksidescouch.com has all the old episodes. And uh, you can get us on Spotify and all the places where you normally get your podcasts. Mike, what are we doing next time? We're doing Mr. T and the T-Force. What the fuck, right? <laughs> uh, I was looking at that. I think it's from like even 1992 or something. And it's not even the 80s. So 
Um, I think that's it. Anybody got anything else they want to add? Uh, you know, uh, if your butler has a safe hidden in your house, chances are something's up. Ta-ta for now, Cushion Crusaders, and be more like Bam. Batman and Robin is now wanted for a vicious attack outside an East Gotham City grocery store. Surveillance video shows the Cape Crusaders ambushing a worker in the parking lot of the Fresh Grocer on Chew Avenue Wednesday night. They punched and kicked him several times before taking off. Batman!